0: In relationships, many times we can put so much trust in one another that when we let one another down, we are so broken and fragmented that we cannot function in the capacity that God has called us to function. Because our trust was riding on the wrong thing or the wrong person i i want you to know that when you put your trust in god you are trusting in the right one so often We say we trust God, but when people mess up, I got to pause for a moment and let you know, everybody that's a person has messed up, is messed up, and will mess up. And the only thing that changes you is the Christ that dwells in you. Yeah, don't focus on the phone. Focus on the word. See, that's what happens. Sometimes Jesus calls you and you don't answer. Don't worry about the phone, sister. God had a plan for that. When, When we put our trust in God, when people fail you, It does not change you. And sometimes we have walked around claiming to be used and abused. Last week we had to put the offense down because that's how the enemy tricks you to claim that your past messed you up. I want you to know that your past did not mess you up, your past has blessed you up. Because if the past took you down, that gave way for Jesus to raise you up. And if you've never been down before, then you never got way for Jesus to come in. Oh, goodness, you need to get this. Thereby, you would have zero reference point to put your trust in him. So then, he begins to talk to his disciples, and we we hear about this text, and we hear so much about how they were shouting Hosanna, and they were running out on the road, and they were spreading the palm leaves, and they was woo, shouting, and folk were saying, why are you shouting? And they said, because the Lord is coming. Well, Hosanna means the Lord saves. And if you know anything about you, there's some things that you got yourself in that you couldn't have got out of. But Hosanna, the Lord saves, was saving you even before you asked him to save you. That's his saving grace. I I talked to you last month about that system, right? His saving grace will save you even when you don't care about you. Say God has a plan. And so in the text, I really want you to see that Jesus strategizes so that we will see how he functions. Most of us would look at Jesus why would he pick the fold of a donkey when humans look at donkeys and call them stubborn animals? Why wouldn't he pick the Big horse stallion. He's king of kings to ride in on. And many of us, we do the same thing. We want to pick the best of the best. As a matter of fact, we want the best of the best. We strive to be the best of the best. We plan for promotion. But the Bible tells us the last shall be first. And the first shall be last. Yet we strive to be on top. I was thinking, why, why is that? God, why, why? Why is it that we strive uh, for for the best and we want to Come out on top. Nobody take a job and want to be. I, I, I just want to be at the bottom of it. No, I want to I be president. CEO. CEO. And, and, and we strive that way because we function in humanness. Even though the word has told us to esteem others higher than yourself come in and we want the highest position. and We want to be looked at and men want to be the head of the house. I'm in charge and the Bible says I'm head of the house. The Bible also te- teaches if you're head of the house then love your wife as Christ loved the church. Supposed to do what I say. Well, she will do what you say if you submit under the will of God because you'll look like God and she would have no problem doing what you say. We, we, we strive, we strive, and we, we, we're in these relationships and they become dysfunctional. They were meant to be functional, but we are so tied to our own ways. And the Bible says that Jesus, when he got ready to demonstrate to them that he was going to come in riding. The way that he's supposed to ride, he said, You go where I tell you to go. And when you get there, you're going to see an animal. Now, wait, 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 wait. Look at what he said now. Because we'll miss something. You heard. But what he said was, he didn't say just go where I tell you to go, he said go opposite. Uh, what did he say? Go into the village where? Of who? Oh, goodness. Uh, Sometimes we'll miss some a word in the text. Jesus says, I'm sending you to a place opposite of you. Because if you go, it won't work out right. So you're going to have to go opposite of you. And the opposite of you is the deity that dwells in you. In other words, it's no longer your way. You got to take on the way of Christ. So go opposite of you. If you feel like you need to be in charge, then become the servant so God can use you. Amen. The reason why you can't be used is because you're trying to be on top. So he says, in order for me to use I gotta use opposite and and we cry and complain over being in situations where God can get glory because it's opposite of you. Wait a minute, what are you saying, preacher? I'm saying it's not about you. <laughs> this don't have nothing To do with you. This has everything to do with the plan that God has for your life. I want to talk to the people that's ready to let God have his way. Can you just give him a praise that you're going to let go of you and go opposite of you? text, he says, when you go opposite of you, you're going to see what's there for me. Uh, As soon as you have entered it, you will see what's there for him. See, why is it that we always want it for us? (sighs) That's why it's not working out, because you are working on something that does not perform for the way that you want. Therefore, what you are building will never function in kingdom. You are building something natural to try to work in a supernatural. But he's called you out of the natural so that he could build in the supernatural because the supernatural is much bigger than you. So God says, I'm going to do something that you can't even describe in your mind because your way of thinking is very little. But God's way of thinking, he's already went and done everything that you need him to do. And while you're working, he's working on that, he's already worked out things that you haven't begun to pray for yet. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. He, he said He said, When you get out of you, you gonna see what I got tied. Uh, uh, he, wait, wait, wait. He said, "When you stop thinking about you, you gonna see what I got tied." Uh, wait, a minute, wait a minute. What, what, what was tied? Uh, the coat was tied, and without the coat. There would be no ride. Oh, wait, wait, wait. The thing that he's going to use to transport you is tied up. But you can see it if you stop thinking about you. Uh, As long as you are absorbed in your trouble, you'll never be able to see what's tied up for you. Oh, goodness. Well, Pastor, uh, I'm not focused on my trouble anymore because the fence is down. See, opposite of the offense is what God has for you. Now that you can, listen, now you don't think about you. You can see it. But the enemy wants you to think about your trouble. Why? Because the enemy wants you to trust in your problem. And most of us have been trusting in our problem. No, I have a preacher Yes, you have. Because when you take your problem and begin to make that your center of your attraction, that is what you're trusting in, and that is what you stay in, and you're wondering why the trouble stays so long. It's because of you. And you're going to have to do the opposite now. Well, the opposite of problem is solution. The moment you focus on your solution, you'll be able to see that God has something tied up for you. Do you realize that when you let it go, God will show you what has been tied up all along? Do you understand that the disciples, they didn't know they had just got there And Jesus knew exactly what was tied up, where it was tied up, and the opposition that was there that was going to try to stop them from freeing up what was there for them. Jesus knew all of it. What I like about the disciples in this text is they heard what Jesus said. And they did what Jesus said. Why? Because they trusted in what he said. I want to talk to the people who are tired of trusting in what it looks like and just going to trust the word of God because he is the word of God Amen. Debates going on debates going on all over the place Oh yeah I, I got I'm riding I'm riding with the warriors all the way because they got X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And the NCAA, everybody was riding with Duke. Because they had Zion. Oh, yeah, Duke's going all the way. I'm riding with Duke. Duke got eliminated. And that's what happens with us. We start focusing on the things that are seen. Instead of the things that are Unseen. And the word says the things that are seen are temporal. And why are we focused on a temporary thing when the things of God are eternal? And if we start focusing on the eternity, then we can have everything else. We are just focused on the wrong thing. So he, he says, you're going to find he said he said they're gonna be there. They didn't even know if he was telling the truth but they trusted him. Is't it something that we put our trust in things and in people. Do you know people are flocking to churches? that look good on the outside? <laughs> oh, I'm going to flop over there. Because this church over here got that issue, and that church got this issue. Let me tell you something. All of them got people. And if you got a grandiose church, you got grandiose people. And if there's grandiose people, there are grandiose issues. So we can't judge by the issue. We got to judge by the Savior. As long as you know that Jesus saves and the place you're going is teaching about the salvation of the Christ who came down and saved your life, you are in the right place. I want to go to a place where I can get a word that's going to get me untied. I need a place that's going to help me be untied to all the stuff and all the rejection and all the hurt. Is there anybody here that's ready to be untied? He, He said... You're going to find a place opposite of you. Number one, uh, go ahead and say say, say the power Power. is in the turn. turn. So so he said, um, can you put this scripture on the board? It said, uh, trust in your situation, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Because I believe it says, trust in your situation. Wait, wait wait, wait wait. Trust in the lotto. Wait, tru- wait, wait, trust in the employer. Oh wait, wait, trust in the money in the bank. Wait, wait, trust in your mate. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. Opposite of you it says, uh, trust where? With what? So so you can trust a little bit. Either you trust him or you don't. You know how it is. We'll trust God when it look good. Oh, God is so good. And you can just brag on God. Oh, he's so good. And then trouble hits your life. And it don't change who he is. He's still good, but yet your mouth don't say he's good. Because we don't understand all of his ways. But he said, to trust in the Lord with all your heart and what? Stop trying to figure it all out. Isn't it something? I got people that that come to me and say, oh, pastor, I I just need you to explain this to me because the Lord said this. I said, well, I got to explain it. (laughs) I'm not his God that's what he said, that's what he meant. If God said it, that settled it. Can you imagine the disciple? Well, Jesus, I, I ain't trying to go in that hood. Ain't no telling what we're going to find. He didn't told you what you're going to find. But we try to, oh, Jesus, I don't want to take that job. You know, God does stuff happens, you got to trust him. Even if it looks like your whole world is falling apart. Jesus is the chief cornerstone. And if you trust him, if you believe that he is who he said he is, everything that's falling apart. Will start coming back together. And God will make it better exceedingly and abundantly above all. I want all the believers that are believing for better to shout better. better. Hallelujah. Enemy uh, be trying to get you to focus on what's wrong. And you get all tied up. And you're so tied up that you think about it all the time. And you one turn away because he said opposite of you. And when you're thinking about you, you'll stay tied up. I can't do this and they're doing this and they're doing that. You're tied to it. You're so tied to it, all you can do is talk about it. But God sent a word today. He sent a word to get you free today. God said, my word will loose you. And so he said, I'm going to send a brother by the name of Felix to tell them that I've seen where they were tied, and I'm sending my word to loose them so that you'll never be tied to that again. I want to talk to the people who are ready to be free. So he says, when you see them tied, he said, loose them. Well, how are you going to lose them if you don't know what they're tied to? You know, when we get tied up, that means we start trusting the wrong source. You spend more time pleading for God to change it than thanking him for it. How many of you trust God? (laughs) Do you know that you could change what you say and it will change your situation? So if you stop talking about the problem and start thanking God for being the solution, then you give access for what was tied up to be loosed up. Okay. DeAndre, can you open the door, please? DeAndre, can you close the door, please? The door would have remained closed if I didn't speak to him to get the door open. It matters what you say. And if you change what you have to say, you can command the atmosphere to loose you from the thing that held me tight. Loose me. I am free from this. Loose me. I am free from this. When you begin to claim and say it yourself. You have the power to loose, loose be loose but there was a problem and Jesus knew the problem I'm, I, and I, I gotta give you this because this is important the problem has been what you've been tied to and, and when word comes to loose you you're so familiar with what you're tied to that you've already been free. But you're so used to being tied up. Uh, In Luke, it says, when they loose the donkeys, Jesus had told them, if anybody has anything to say, tell them, I have need of it. In Luke, it says that when they loose the donkey, the owners said to him, hey, what are you doing? Those are mine. I'm paraphrasing. In Mark, it doesn't speak about the owner. It said the people. And see, when God is loose you, people are telling you. That you're not free. The enemy, your previous owner, is telling you, you belong to me. But God says, you belong to him. And he's sending his word so that you can have something to ride on on your way out. Because you've been stuck riding on you and riding on what some say. Some people have kept you captive and tied up to stuff you should have been free from a long time ago. In order to get free, you're going to have to be willing to cut some folks out of your life that's giving you the wrong word. And say, for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. He said, now get this. He said, when folks or people try to keep you tied up by telling you opposite of what I told you, You tell them this, Jesus has need of this. I don't have to prove nothing to you. I don't even have to agree with you. As a matter of fact, we're going to agree on one thing that I don't agree with anything that comes against the word of the Lord because I'm free. And who the Spirit has set free is free indeed. As a matter of fact, I don't need a ride from you. Because what he freed me from, I could ride on it for the rest of my life. I'm going to ride and have the ride of a lifetime. yeah, People, people have been trying to remind you of your past. And they meant well. Some of them did. But people who are reminding you of what you used to do are trying to hold you in what you used to do. And you're going to have to be wise enough to say, Lord... I can only hear you now. And I'm free from that. And when they call, do like my sister over here and go ahead and silence it. Because they're going to call and they're going to try to remind you of what you was tied to. And you need to be able to remind them I am free, and what had me bound is using you to try to get me bound back up. But as for me, uh-uh, I have come to terms that I'm free, and not a word in your mouth can bind me up again. But the word of the Lord has freed me. The word will carry me, and I'm ready to ride on the word of God for the rest of of my life. You, you, you know how people will see you suffer? The Bible says this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it to you because you need to get it, especially um, people who haven't been saved that long. In order to reign with Christ, you have to suffer with Christ. Say that with me. In order to reign with Christ, you have to suffer with Christ. Part Part of how he works. But he won't let you suffer more than that ye are able. Some suffering is different. Your suffering might be different than my suffering. But God won't put more on you than you could bear. And so we have to understand that God has sent his word. set us free. Go ahead and shout I'm free. free. So so the third thing he says in order for us to live in this freedom we're going to have to be like Job. Job was known as the most righteous man. And the devil, the Bible said he was going to and fro. Said, God said to him, have you considered my servant, Job? Wait, 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 wait. God, you let trouble get to us? Why? Because if you don't let trouble get to you, how would you know you have a bridge over the troubled waters? God, you let sickness get to Okay, God told you, you can do anything you want to Job. Just don't touch him. Let me tell you something. The devil can do anything that God allows him to do. But God's word says, you can't touch this. So he, he, one day, two hours, Job loses his home, he loses his family, everything is to all of his riches. Job lost it all. He lost it all in such a way. The Bible said he was the most righteous man on the face of the earth, but yet the righteous man lose, loses it all. Somebody say, Trust God. "Trust God." And the friends, and it, and, and it's something about some friends. His friends start talking about him. Oh, Job, that's that secret sin you got, Job. God don't like you, Job. Job, He's punishing you about that crooked toenail you got that don't nobody else know about. Uh, the friend, the, y'all got some friends like that. Friends that be telling you stuff and think they're doing good. And to Job, you need to repent, Job. Finally, Job was praying to God. God said, I got this. Job ran to his friend and he got to chapter 13, verse 15. He said, Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. See, when you understand that your trust is the key to the relationship that God has called you into. When you began to trust God in your time of trouble, that's when God says, now I can move in your life because my relationship has been validated that you are my child, that you do trust me, and that's when he releases the blessings. And he received all that he had. And more so what am I telling you that Jesus done everything that he did so he can give you more what's holding back your more God did not save you to leave you bitter God saved you, he loosed you to make you better. What does better look like? Better looks like God. And if you want better, then you're going to have to start looking at the God who's over better. It's not time for us to look at and remember what we were tied to let's remember what came in and loosed us from everything that has tried to tie us up, that will try to tie us up. God has sent his son to deliver you and set you free forever. Go ahead and shout, it's done. So this relationship, this relationship is predicated, on one move one move you are one move away from better and every day it's the same move the move is away from you and into God you are one turn Do you realize when you get into an absolute relationship with God, he will make everything absolutely great with you. No matter what it looks like, God is faithful. He says, it's your turn. You know, we hear, it's no turn to be blessed. Oh, it's my turn. It's my sin, it's my turn. No, it's your turn. And the turn is opposite of you. I just want my relationship better. We'll get better. Turn away from you. Every relationship that Jesus has brought you in, it's meant for better. Why would you get bitter over what he calls better? Here's why. You want everything to be your way when you want it to be. Let me help you. When you were tied to your stuff, you were tied for a long time. But God sets you free. Can you believe the same God that helped you will help the other one? In other words, don't try to control the environment. Let God be God. What do you do while God is being God? Well, 2 Chronicles 7. 14 said, if my people who are called by my name would turn, wait a minute, would turn. Wait a minute. Would turn. Wait a minute. Would turn. Wait a minute. I see what's in the mirror and it looks too good, but you're not supposed to look in the mirror. You're supposed to turn. See, the power is in your turn. That's why it is your turn that brings the power of God into your situation. Turn away from pleasing you and turn into pleasing God. And watch God make your relationships better. Next time it's not going your way, just. Just turn. And I'm not talking about get turned up either. Turn to God and begin to thank him. Can you imagine somebody coming against you and you say, oh, thank you, Lord. I just thank you, Lord. I just thank you, Lord. Whoever that's coming against you will run and say, Man, shoot, I tried to get them today, and all they could do is say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now you got them praising. God says for this relationship that he's chosen with you, he's given you the wisdom that the enemy can never defeat you, and it's in Your turn. Go ahead and say, it's my turn. turn. Come on, rest on your feet and give God a praise. When he was writing, you know, we we base things on what it looks like, what we think it's supposed to be. And God works through things that are not going right, okay? He's building you to be more like him through what you have to go through. And he's saying to you, the reason why I allowed you to be tied is so that I can free you. And when I set you free, You're going to be free indeed. What the enemy didn't want you to know is how he's been battling you. Because now you know how he fights. He fights through lies and deceit. And he's trying to take your joy. But he didn't give it to you. So he can't have it. So when you start thinking like your old master, you're going to need to turn and start praising your new master. Why? Because Hosanna means the Lord saves. The Lord has saved you. What does that mean? That means he's continuously saving you. And so when it looks like you're not going to make it through, you ought to crack up laughing. Why? Because he now has a situation in your life where he gets to be glorified. He didn't allow this to happen so you can say, uh, no, there's a plan. And he's mounted up. And he's riding in. And while he's on the ride, can you let your relationship ride on him? Jesus is going to work out all my relationships. The ones good, bad, or indifferent. He's going to work it all out. Why? Because I love him. And his word says, all things work together for the good of those who love me. Hallelujah. See, this ride was not in vain. I came to free my people. Now, listen, if you've got revelation word today, you ought to give God praise. Hallelujah. I believe in spiritual exercise. Because if you start exercising your faith, you get better. So, God gives us situations to make us better. So, whose report are you going to believe? For I shall believe the report of the Lord. How do you get in that position? Keep turning. Keep turning away from you. You know how uh, you get—you want to have your own pity party. And when you make it about you, the enemy is going to come after you. But when you make it about him, the enemy will stay away from you. He's afraid of you giving God glory. He's afraid when you begin to praise. He's afraid of the praisers. Is there any praisers in the house? I love it because he said, Immediately, when it's not about you and you're praising him, he says immediately you'll find what you need. And God wants you to know the relationship that he started with you. You can trust him. That he's going to ride it all the way out. And take care of you and every relationship that you in, whether good, bad, or indifferent. How many of you believe that? Listen, as we get ready to go, you know, God wants you to know who He is. He's bigger than your trouble. He's your solution. And he wants a relationship with you. And he wants you to trust him. Can everybody just lift up both hands? And can you open them up? As a sign of releasing. I'm releasing every relationship that harmed me. I'm releasing every word that was spoken against me,